rise up Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Collum. I'm so glad you're here today because uh, we're going to be having an amazing interview with Karina Huddleston. She has an amazing story, and uh, we dive in deep with how um, how she created her businesses and, and why it takes many businesses to uh, create the perfect business. But one of the cool things that um, we really dive in is, into is uh, how she came up with the perfect name for her business. And um, it's uh, it's just just such a great uh, great conversation that we have today, and and um, so I'm I'm really excited that you're here, and 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 uh, you'll go you'll get to check that out. And so so before we dive in, of course, I just want to share with you to let you know that um, you know this this podcast uh, is brought to you by or sponsored by my Patreon account. If you'd like to be a sponsor and um, sponsor one of my um, shows, uh, please head over to Patreon.com forward slash Steve Column and uh, consider joining up and being a member or um, uh, becoming a sponsor. Um, every, every, every single bit really helps getting this, getting this, um, getting this podcast out and uh, shining some light and making the world just that little much, little bit brighter. And uh, also I want to let you know, if you want to join this conversation and um, um, uh, get to know me a little bit more and become part of a, a private group on Facebook head over to um, Rise Up with Steve Collum Facebook groups and uh, you can you can join that group and um, there's a little questionnaire there just to, before you get in because it's a, very, it's a private group, it's a very exclusive little group and uh, we have conversations. We, we talk about um, about the podcast and little takeaways and, and sometimes I share a little uh, behind the scenes, why I did it, why <laughs> what happened before the call and all that kind of thing and uh, it's a great, great place just to hang out, and uh, and I get to know you guys because you guys are listening to me and getting to know me. But I'd love to get to know you guys a bit more too. So, um, so head over there, and uh, yeah, and um, I've got many, many exciting things coming up um, in the future. You know, I'm looking at doing some coaching calls and helping some people out one on one. So, if that's something you'd want to be a part of, definitely reach out. And um, and um, anyway, so um, and also I want to. I want to ask you um, if it's possible, you know, I'd love some um, five-star reviews and it's something that really helps uh, this podcast kind of, kind of get drifted up to the top or uh, heading, heading up to the top, which, which gets to shine more light out there. And um, so, uh, you know, any, any, um, any uh, feedback or any um, uh, reviews would be so much appreciated. So anyway, let's go ahead and dive into this interview. It's gonna, it's a good one. So here we go. Awesome. So I'm so excited, and thank you so much, uh, Karina, for coming in on the call. Uh, I'm excited to chat with you today because we had a quick little call uh, a couple of weeks ago or last week, um, just to get to know you a little bit about what you do. And I, my, oh my goodness, I think we're gonna have an awesome, awesome chat. We got a lot of things in common, and. Um, but thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks so much, Steve. I'm excited to be here and see where this takes us. Absolutely. Well, 
Um, one of the from the audience um, who who might know who you are, um, you run a successful bookkeeping company, and uh, you have a really cool name, a very very special special name, and and there's a huge reason reason why you started uh, this bookkeeping company and. And the, there's some other stuff that you're doing, but I, I don't want to, I know a little bit about, but I don't want to, I, I want to ask you more about it. But before we get into some of those, some of those real heart, you know, real, real things that you're, the the real purpose behind starting your own business, behind uh, have, being an entrepreneur, before we get into those kind of things, tell us a little bit about your, your background or um, how, um, and I guess, especially how did you get into bookkeeping? Like, is that your history? Did you go to school for that? Or um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did start my professional career right out of um, the military and and high school and college time uh, in the accounting industry. And I absolutely loved it. And for lots of different reasons, like getting married and having two beautiful babies, uh, I moved away from accounting and I did a bunch of other things. And some of that was owning my own businesses. So I would love to say this is my first business and it's wildly successful, but it's not my first business. <laughs> I have learned through trial and error up till this point. So yeah. Um, my son, David, was graduating high school. I knew that he was going to go off and join some sort of military branch. That was his desire and absolutely supported that. So I really wanted a business that I could be a little bit more flexible in my time and where I spent it. And where I was working while he was graduating high school was um, in a wonderful company in Seattle, Washington. And that was not going to give me the flexibility that I wanted. So I had had this dream to open my own business again <laughs> for many years before that and just didn't really know what I wanted to do. I loved accounting. I love numbers. And it was just this beautiful, magical kind of time where I was doing a lot of research, figuring out what sort of job where I could go and take a week off to go see him, or if he needed to move, how I could go help him. And I stumbled across this training for a digital bookkeeper, and it was phenomenal. Like This gave me everything that I wanted in my next career. So I started that um, just about... Oh, three and a half years ago now. So early wow. twenty, early 2020, when lots of other things were going on, um, I started the business and my son graduated high school and joined the army. And um, the business right now, I do this full time and I absolutely love it. And so let's, let's rewind just a few minutes because uh, the name of my business is Madison Financial Group. And I talked about like I had two babies. Well, Madison was born with a rare genetic disorder. And we knew about the age of eight when she was diagnosed. We had known things were like something was off. She wasn't developing quite on that normal, that normal spectrum. And so when at the age of eight, 
she was diagnosed. And so we knew that she would probably have a very short lifespan, probably not make it past 11 or 12. So what was, what I want to share with people is if you're given that, just know you're going to be okay. (laughs) And in that journey, there's going to be a lot of hard things, but it's also beautiful and beautiful things can come out of that. So Madison did pass away. She, she was about 13 and a half. And so. Yeah. And, and it's, so you, you said that you found out, uh, you found that out when she was at the age of eight. So there was, I guess there was many questions as she was kind of growing. Why isn't she developing faster or, or what were kind of, did you have any questions before uh, before you got that di- diagnosis? Yeah, so because her condition was so rare, like we would go like at the age of two and three, we were going to doctors being like, this just isn't right. Um, there's something off, there's something wrong. And they couldn't, they couldn't tell us. Um, I, I had doctors <laughs> tell me that, I was an overreactive parent and I needed to go home and have learned parenting skills and there was nothing wrong with my child. So if you ever get that, <laughs> keep advocating for yourself and your children, please. Wow. That's, that's a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> obviously. As, absolutely. And uh, lots of tests and lots of, lots of more tests. Uh, we finally, by, I mean, just a miracle that, this one MRI was seen by this fantastic technician. They saw something. Um, so for pecan is what she has. It's, and I'm probably not going to say this exactly right, but it's panthokinesis neurodegeneration with brain iron accumulation. They call it pecan for short. Mm-hmm. Um, between the technician and the doctor, they noticed these kind of gray spots on the brain. And that was their no other condition has this, they, they were able to diagnose her when she was eight. So, so we knew we got to start that grieving process when we got that, because then we knew, we knew what was ahead of us. And so, yeah, that's, that's, wow. I I guess what, what was some of the, like you said, you started the grieving process and I know the grieving can be different for so many different people. And, and there's, that's one thing I, I looked up. How does a guy grieve? Like, what? how does a guy grieve? And it's like, well, number one rule is there's no rules. There's no uh, it, there's no proper way or right or wrong way to do it. And so how how did you kind of, because um, that would have just shattered, I, I'd imagine it just would have shattered your life and your, and your family. What were some things that kind of, like, I know you kind of, uh, you said actually just a few minutes ago, you said, it's all right. It's okay. So maybe that was some sort of way or how, how did you grieve, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. I remember reading a book that was like, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. There's no timeline. There's no time frame. And that gave me the permission to actually like not grieve in this very moment. Cause we have to go to the doctor or we have to go to therapy or, Um, My son, David, was three years younger than Madison, and David needed to go, uh, you know, to school or to a soccer game or he was he was into sports growing up. Um, 
so that was really nice. Just given that permission, like I can grieve when I need to still carry on with life and I can always come back to it if I choose and when I choose. And of course, <laughs> life is messy and it all commingles. And um, yeah, I, there were times I didn't deal with it well. And there were times when I was like, I got this, I can, I can do all the things. And then there was, and even today, honestly, um, we're Madison's been gone for 10 years and there are still days that I'm like, nope, not going to do it. Yeah. Gosh. And that's, that's so, uh, yeah, that's just, you know, it's like, it's funny because, you know, we've been both been through uh, such devastating losses and such devastating um, uh, futures, you know, the futures of, of our kids have been ripped away, you know, they didn't have, and so it's kind of like, you know, when someone mourns or someone um, uh, grieves a loss of someone who's lived a full life, you know, or, you know, 70, 80, it's definitely a different kind of thing. Although that, you know, if someone, someone, it's still a loss, it's still a grieving process, but it's one thing that I've noticed, you know, a few years ago, I, lo I lost my mom. And so that was a very different thing. She was uh, 75. And so she, um, or just before 75. And so she, um, you know, she lived a full life and I had to, I grew up with my mom, you know, I didn't have a bit losing Ash. It was such a, um, like a devastation of like, there's, all that future that he had or he could have had was was gone and and I imagine that would be very similar for you that uh she she Madison uh passed away did you say 13 when she was 13 yeah so, 13 and a half yeah yeah wow so what kind of life once you once you knew at the age of eight that 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 you know you knew that at the time was short was extremely short what did how did you how did you deal with that or did you try and fight for was it I guess denial is part of grief so there's probably times where you were like no 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 this they were got it wrong let's go get let's go get no no they're all wrong um how did you kind of work through some of that and and come to an acceptance and then and then uh you know because there's still quite a few years that's like four years you know that, that you had with her after uh, the diagnosis yeah, absolutely. I, I think we started that grieving the the part of um, no, let's keep fighting to that was before her diagnosis, because once we had that, she had um, for the most part stopped walking. Um, she had some other difficulties with just those fine motor skills. We had already seen that deterioration. So once we got the diagnosis, it just explained what was happening next. And what is, I believe, so beautiful is uh, her dad and I really focused on, uh, we focused on quality, not quantity. We knew the quantity was short, the time was short. So it was about quality, the best life that we could provide for her for the short time that we had left. And what I find such just a beautiful thing is I've continued living that way in, in everything I do. It's, it's about that quality of life that I'm leading. And I, I, who knows, right? Tomorrow is not guaranteed for any of us. So how do we live that best life today and in the moment and being present? Oh, wow. Yeah. 
and that's and so did you know that you had um four four years or were you expecting did the doctor say look it could be a year it could did they give you any time frame or did you um did you go on the longer side or the shorter side than what they were saying yeah, so um, the average uh, was, be, I believe, between 11 and 12 years that children with the same diagnosis, obviously that's the average, there's some a little longer. Um, so we just, we planned for the best. And uh, again, it was about the quality of life. We didn't want her to live uncomfortably. We didn't want to prolong life if she was not comfortable and, and she was not in her body. Part of the condition, just very, the best way to put it would be just uncomfortable. The body is trying to move and do things that aren't natural for us because of the brain on the, the iron that accumulates in the brain. So um, yeah, 13 and a half years was longer than we expected and, and so grateful we had that time. Yeah. And that's, and so she was, I'm, I'm imagining, like, I don't know kind of how that, and a lot of, a lot of the listeners might know what does that look like? And I'm, um, maybe you can talk a little about is, is she, you said that she stopped walking. So I'm imagining that she's pretty much, um, she was in, in bed, you know, 24 seven and, uh, she would, would, was she able to eat food or did you, did you have to have, um, what was that quality of life, I guess, for somebody who doesn't know what that would look like on the inside, your home, you know, was that at your house, your home? Yeah, this is one of those conditions that um, don't look it up on the internet, because you can never unsee <laughs> those things. So I'm, I am going to downplay a little bit of what it really looks like, just because it's hard for me to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, so part of the quality that we provided for Madison is, you know, she, she wasn't in bed in a room all by herself, right? She was always part of our family, always, you know, in the living room, watching cartoons, um, her brother, they were so cute together. One of my favorite stories to tell is that, uh, so she could kind of like, she could roll over and she could, and just like her thoughts were all there and she just couldn't. Wow. Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much, Karina. That was, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your amazing story and, um, and really giving us some takeaway points. Um, absolutely brilliant. Thank you. And um, I just want to let you guys know too, that um, if you, if, if this has been helpful to you, if you want me to continue doing this, please head over to um, to your Spotify or Apple or wherever you're playing your your podcast and uh, click on click on review and if you could give us a five star review that would be absolutely amazing um, that actually helps us kind of get higher up in the feed and so that more people um, might listen to it and um, there'd be more more people be inspired so um, every little every little uh, every little review helps and um, so thank you so much and um, I guess I will. Oh, and don't forget, head over to the Facebook group uh, if you'd like to join this conversation. I'd love to get to know you. You know, you guys are getting to know me um, <laughs> listening to this podcast, but I'd love to get to know you. And so head over there to um, Steve, uh, Rise Up with Steve Collin uh, in the Facebook groups. And uh, and I will see you there. Awesome. All right, thanks. Whoa, we're gonna rise up. Whoa, not gonna give up. Whoa, we're gonna rise up. Whoa, we're gonna rise up.